Hello, uh, I'm Karen Colburn. I'm the manager for the uh, Digital Library Initiative at Media Library and Archives at WGBH Television. Um, so today we've seen a lot of presentations referencing broadcasting programmes from WGBH and I'd like to talk about our archive and how we're opening up access to the 50 plus year history of programming at WGBH. Open Vault embodies an evolving framework for preservation of and access to materials from the WGBH archive that would have generally been unavailable for educational use. While not completely open content yet, in that materials are not downloadable for manipulation within the classroom, Open Vault presents an emerging set of tools to enable educators to interact with rich media materials. Open Vault builds upon both lessons learned from the past and the emerging technologies that allow us to present information in new and exciting ways. Thanks to funding from the National Endowment of the Arts, National Endowment for the Humanities and the Institute of Museum and Library Services, WGBH Media Library and Archives had created three standalone websites for particular titles from their collection. New Television Workshop, based on experimental video art, Say Brother, a local series on, African, on the African American community in Boston, and the 10 o'clock news, uh, the local nightly news station that was on air from 1976 to 1991. Resource tools and functionality developed in sophistications between 1999 when New Television Workshop was launched, 2001 when Say Brother was launched, through to 2003 with the 10 o'clock news. While each site presented a deep finding aid, there was no ability to link the collections across search across the entire content, limiting their usefulness because they were separate silent collections. Open Vault amalgamates the information and resources from the previous collections, adds approximately 50 new assets from the WGBH archive, and features a greater range of functionality to enable educators to interact with the resources. It provides a framework for the future preservation of the WGBH archive, gradually open up, opening up the rich media for educational use. Interviews from War and Peace in the Nuclear Age, Vietnam and Television History, Press and the People, and five public domain assets to contextualise the inter interview material comprise the new, the, the new assets. We created digital files for all the raw material, as well as clips that would be displayed on the website. This was especially important for some of the 20-year-old War and Peace and Nuclear Age tapes that were already showing signs of deterioration. The new resources gave us the opportunity to consider what functionality we wanted to incorporate into the new site. I'd like to share with you a quick tour of Open Vault to illustrate the choices we made. The opening homepage uh, offers a mosaic that gives you a glimpse into the treasures of the archive. As you scroll across each tile, it displays the title of the item in the top left corner. Click on any item and you'll be taken to that resource. Here we have the main description for the item, including series, program and clip description. To the left of the video, we have the transcript.
This shows you the section of the transcript relating directly to the streaming clip. Click on full transcript and you'll be for sorry, sorry again. And you'll be shown the full raw interview transcript uh, broken up into chapter headings. Click on any heading and you'll be taken directly to that part of the interview. The notes feature, once you've signed in, of course, um, allows users to create notes on a particular resource. Um, for now, this is um, individual to the user on the website. It's not interactive note-taking. Uh, more of that later. Um, but we do see this as a way for um, to make the site useful to educators as they create lesson plans and scholars as they carry out research. They're stored in your list. And again, once you've signed in, which I shan't bother here, um, you can delete and update any of your notes in your list and reorder things in your list so that you can you can keep up to date with the uh, the research and the notes that you're taking. So we made the colours on the on the website um, a mixture of sort of very vibrant and quite light colours. So I apologise if some of you can't see the text on the the um, on the web page. I know some of it's quite light. But here on the web page, we, we have the ability to um, send a URL to somebody else. And again, we see this as a way to share information among educators and scholars and the public so that they can be directed directly to the page that you're interested in, in showing them. And you can put messages on that as well. So you could always cut and paste your notes into the body of the email for a student to, uh, to use. We also have um, people who like this also liked, and we wanted to have an ability to have both um, uh, functions that were uh, attractive <coughs> to educators and scholars, but also um, a lot of them, a lot of functions that would be um, interesting and fun to play about with the website. So we have people who like this also liked, which is oops. which is based on Netflix or Amazon principle, where when you're on a page, you'll be shown items of similar interest. So for example, with President Carter, Salt II in Afghanistan, we have um, the nuclear physicist, MGK, uh, Menon, uh, Paul Nietzsche, and Helmut Schmidt pages that you can uh, click onto. As part of our mission to make content available to educators, Media Library and Archives does want to expand the use of materials on the website. As such, a proportion of the interviews are available on DVD at cost to educators, so they'll have the full resource for use in their learning environment. Our hope is to eventually have complete video streaming uh, on the site, um, but as we know, bandwidth is always an issue as are rights considerations, and it is something that we're looking into for the future, and possibly internet too uh, will help us to achieve some of the goals that we want to, to go forward with. So, while the ability to manipulate resources on the website 
is of crucial importance to user experience, the ability to search and browse a collection is often what marks a website out as a useful resource for scholars and educators. Within our budget and timeline, we wanted to create as many search and browse options as possible to offer, it, to offer different, differing types of users paths to exploring the assets on the website. We have a simple keyword search or an advanced customised search that can be limited by date, title, etc. Within the basic search, for example, should I put in Savoy Cafe? I'll bring up a, an item with the vocalist Mia Arnett talking about um, Boston nightclubs in the 1950s. And I'll just play that for you. Videos played as progressive streaming. And this is only a minute long, so it won't take long. You do. When I came here, Mass Ave was swinging, and the Savoy was right. like, well, Mass Ave. That. See, and so yeah. that's a little before my time. So when you told me yeah. that the Savoy was at West Newton and Columbus. That's right. That was the beginning. Yeah, that's I was old. I, I had quite gotten You know, it caused it to move. At that time, the Coconut Grove fire happened, <laughs> and it was um, something came down for the safety of the public. All uh, nightclubs had to be closed pending an investigation and exits. Mm -hmm. They had to close up. Yeah. And the leash ran out in the meanwhile, so instead of fixing up the exits, it relocated. That's how that happened. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting human interest story. It is, and actually it makes it good because when you start to think that uh, Savoy moved over on Mass Ave where I yeah. had first my first I think it was there longer, actually. You know, most people identify with the one that was on Mass Ave. Yeah, which I do. Yeah. Because when I came here, Eddie Levine's was going, Wally's right. Paradise. Right. In fact, Novella Taylor was working at yeah. Eddie Levine's when I came here. It's just a small clip. So, the other ability that we wanted to have was to browse in various ways. So, we have a, a very simple uh, alphabetically by people uh, or by series. And the series listings are weighted by um, the video clips first, uh, then programs and transcripts, because we felt that the um, moving images are what people are really looking for more and more on websites. So we weighted them specifically. Um, we also have a browsing hierarchy, which is based on Merlot. And for those of you who don't know Merlot, it's the Multimedia Educational Resources for Learning and Online Teaching. And we made our browsing hierarchy five levels deep, which means that um, uh, educators can be as broad or as specific in their browsing as they choose. So, for example, if we go into science and technology, we can, we can go down as far as, you know, we can go down into engineering and then from there browse down further. So rather than doing a general search, it gives people different paths to, to work through materials. We currently have over 1,300 assets on OpenVault, of which five, over 550 have streaming clips. The access we're creating to the WGBH archive materials for educational use is an ongoing, evolving process. In collaboration with UMass Boston and the CCNMTL here at Columbia, we do hope soon to have the opportunity to work with the film-based series Vietnam and Television History a mammoth preservation project in and of itself. 
We hope to expand on the architecture of the website by incorporating functionality such as interactive note-taking and social tagging, as well as CCNMTL using core materials to create learning environments. We see future collaboration with educational institutions as vital to the ongoing access to materials from the WGBH archive. Uh, just of note, uh, since we launched in January of this year, um, we're already in the top five for all the um, search engines, which is nice for Open Vault. Um, of course, WGBH Open Vault brings us up straight away. Um, and finally, I want to really thank the Institute of Museum and Library Services for funding Open Vault. It's important that we get this funding to really open up our archives on the web for educators. So thank you.